Hi, I'm Paul Warren. And I'm Ryan Klein. And this is another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Ryan, how are you doing today? Hey, things are pretty good. Things are great. We're getting back in the swing of things, recording regularly. Why did we miss last week? Uh, why did we li- miss? I think I missed last week. Well, you I was want to tired. watch the UF game? You said, I'm going to come right over. Oh, yeah, afterwards. I did. I, have to, I had to watch that game because my, you know, my girlfriend went to UF and I have to be there to support her fanhood as she supports mine for UCF. Where did you guys watch the game on Thursday? Just at your place? Yeah, we switched at my place. So Cool. Okay. Well, um, welcome everyone. We're ready to get in the swing of things. Like Paul mentioned, we uh, are going to do Reddit questions because it's been a long time and we did it last time. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah. Also, when you have to come up with ideas for podcasts regularly, uh, sometimes you run out of ideas and then you have to just go back to the old well, you know, and see what works. So here we are. Well, the thing is, I probably have a couple ideas, but also we've been promising all, all the fans that we were going to have a guest by now. Which I ha- I found our first guest. Where did we talked to him. him. He's very excited to be on the podcast. So we're going to have him on next next time. Next okay. podcast. Well, it'll be a surprise. And then last before we get started, 400 downloads. 401 to be exact. We did it. We did it. That's cool. Hopefully we'll be ce- celebrating 500 downloads this time next week. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. So let's pull up the whole Reddit. And you're going to make me read them all? Can we alternate? Because I read... Nope. We didn't alternate last time. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm making a big uh, big deal about it. Ryan really doesn't want to have to read these. I just really but like, I like read them all last time. And now, a whole bunch of anything. now but, he um, has to read them. <laughs> we got Nebraska and OSU on, on the TV, too, without volume. I want to do that. Anyway, let's get into it. Let's teach some uh, things to some people. All right. First question. Does .co.in.com AU matter a lot in the SEO ranking? So, you know, TLD... Uh, that kind of stuff. I'm building a site for a country, so using country-specific spe- extension would faster to rank. Would faster to rank. Would faster to rank. I don't really know what that means. Um, okay. Basically, they're saying, um, is country-specific extension matter, like for that um, country, or like if you're yeah. new it or so. I, the way I, I see this is, I don't think it matters particularly. What, what matters is like you, when you tell Google, like what country code uh and the webmaster tools yeah when you have to set that and tell them and you need to make sure that like the website language is in that country's language but uh as long as you like set that they're not really going to see a big difference uh you can use like the country specific ones but like it just it's just like here like you can rank well with a .edu or .com or not sorry not not .edu but like a .com or .net or .org or whatever that you can purchase. I mean, there at this point, there really isn't a difference. Well, I, I see a lot of dot, when I'm like looking at places, maybe like Britain, and Canada, um, Canada, they don't always use .ca. I've seen .coms there when I've done UK. Yeah. I've seen .uk, but I see .coms there too. So I, I've seen them all over Europe when I've been there. Um, so we have done projects, and I've done microsites with others, like for Italy, like .dot .it, and I've done like German. I think it's .dot uh, .de, mm-hmm. and um, we have done them. And I don't think there was any benefit. I like think, like what you said, when you go into Google Webmaster Tools, I don't know what it's like in the new dashboard, the old dashboard, but you select what country you're really like targeting, and that yeah. makes a big difference. I mean, so let's let's kind of reverse into this answer uh, and just think about it from like a U.S. perspective, right? So if you have a brand new domain that's never existed before, and you have a brand new, and it's .com, and you have a brand new domain that's never existed before, and it's .net, and the metrics are still the same. You know, like the the page authority, the domain authority, all that stuff is going to be the exact same. Yeah. So I don't. I think there was a time when Google weighed those things uh, as like a little more important in the past, but I think those days are gone. 
I mean, if I had a pick between a dot com and dot IT and the, like, all, like equal starting level, I would like in Italy. I would just do the dot IT personally because I, people associated with them more typically. I mean, I, I would I would do it uh, just to just for like marketing people purposes. Have more options too. Um, yeah, you probably can find exactly what you're looking for, but yeah, so that's a good reason too. It's probably mostly it, from a vanity, standpoint. but from yeah, but not from like an actual metric standpoint. You're yeah, you're not going to see any benefit because I, I agree. Like all dot whatevers are all equal. Like people at this point, yeah, and people get wrapped up like the dot maybe not like from a link quality wise. I think like a link from a dot edu or dot gov trumps like a dot net. Oh, ag- agreed. I mean, there's a, a specific emphasis on that because there's a certain acquisition to get those. Yeah, but. Um, but we're not really talking about that. We're talking about you know just ranking that domain in, in general. So, uh, so I would definitely here. say it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. Great. All right. That was splendid. No, no, on okay. to the next one. <laughs> okay. Uh, these were actually posted not that long ago. This one was posted 11 minutes ago, and it is 1:56 uh, p.m. on November 3rd, 2018. All right. Little timestamp for everyone. So let's go ahead and give the user's name. Maybe he, he can uh, you know listen to the podcast Alana, my SEO dilemma for ranking in different geo locations probably uh, skate around this one a bunch of times but let's see what this one's like hey guys first post here and I'm also re- recently new to SEO Ooh, welcome, welcome. To yeah, I'm sorry you fun. picked this yeah it's gonna be a lot of frustration but you'll get over it um, let's say I just learned most of the basics while building a website for my local business cool really right there in the trench all right, all right. Getting hands dirty. basically all caps Basically, yeah, I think that means you have to yell it. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I have a physical location in one city, in parentheses, population around a half a million. But I also run a mobile service in my business, which serves the next city 10, 15 miles over with a population of 1.8 million. Why did not you just say the dang cities? Okay. Like, what's the yeah, I don't why know. is that anonymous? It's We're not going like, <laughs> to. I'm not going to associate you with the city. Like, oh, and, oh, oh, it's great. And you're definitely not the it's type of person I'm going to care about doing competitive research on since you don't know what you're doing. That's weird. I'm ranked number one for service small city. So you don't say what the service is or the city. And nowhere to be seen for service big city. Granted, I have done that much SEO at work, but I want to get advice on how I can rank in a bigger city. All right. So he ranks uh, in the maps or organically? He doesn't say, right? He's, well, he's new. So you don't know. Yes, he's new. Um, so let's say, well, we'll just. Give him an explanation for both. Right? Well, there's actually a, one uh, comment on it that just says citations. Oh, well, that might be true. I, I don't know. I'm, if he's talking about maybe there isn't a map, uh, a, a pack for whatever he's trying to rank for, and he's just trying to rank, you know, organically in that city for that thing. So, so he's, he's in the city. He's probably situated in the maps for whatever he's doing. Yeah. And then he... We'll give you an, let's give him... We'll give him an answer for either. I can, right? Well, we can pick up a couple right off the bat. Yeah. So, one, uh, there's probably, like, a lot of competition in the larger city uh, for the whatever the service that you're providing is, right? Wish we knew so, what it was. So, here's two things that you got to do. One, you need to have a page on your site that's specifically targeting that city. Um, you know, whether it's, like probably wouldn't make it your homepage, wherever your, your, your business is located, right? So if your business is located in the small city, uh, I don't even know if I would well, make the homepage targeting any page. It's not a uh, small city. Yeah, but... So that's his homepage should definitely maintain It's that. small compared to the large city. Sure. That, that he's talking about. So um, anyways, you just need a city-specific page, right? So you need to like get some links within that city going to that page, and then you need to have a Google My Business a page for that city so that means that you have to have an address that you can actually like receive some mail from to verify oh, so, your so business you're not, listing. knocking out the bo- both things you do right off the bat yeah, so, so, yeah telling um, them both because you kind of need both for, for offices a lot i think that's 
uh, those don't really work that well. They, they really cracked down on that. I, I wouldn't, at this point, suggest doing it. I, I would. Well, what are you saying that acquiring an address? What do you, what's your alternative? I mean, if you have a friend that lives there and they can receive like a postcard from it, I would do that. Or maybe you actually have like an office building there or whatever. Um, there's some workarounds that I'm probably not going to suggest or like go in detail like how to get that. Oh, like when you do a verified address and then you move it. Yeah, you can you could do that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't suggest doing that. Um, you know, you you can get a virtual office. I will say that a lot of times now, um, like Google manually like has people review these things with like. Uh, local guides so i'm like a local guide and to get points for local guides one of the things is like you cracking down on people it's like does this look it's like they have you go to street view and they they're like does this look like it's an actual business or like a house and then you're like oh it's a house and then they're like people aren't allowed to work at a house i worked at my house for almost two years yeah but it might say like it's not a house you know what i mean well um i mean we still do virtual offices i don't i don't want to discourage anyone completely but i know that those are cracked down definitely on the big three, Da Vinci, Regis, Opus. So don't use those. So, so, don't, so don't don't touch those. But there's like a bunch of offices that understand what a virtual office is. That are like norm, normal buildings that are a one-off, and um, they may still typically work. So yeah. So however you do it, you know, you, you want to have a physical address in that city. Yeah. And then you want to be able to get a piece of mail from it that you can verify. Uh, the address okay. with, with Google great, My Business. That certainly be a great start to establish. Uh, and then establish you need there. to get citations, which Thanks. we've talked about in previous uh, podcasts, if you want to check that out. But just a quick rundown of what a citation is. It is just a reference to your, your business with your name, address, and phone number on these uh, websites that are like trusted data providers for Google. Uh, so they essentially kind of work how the old yellow page phone books worked in the past right but there's like a bunch of them they're all online there are hundreds and hundreds yeah there might even be thousands there, there's like 10 like really really important ones uh facebook uh let's see dex uh info group um you can look up uh if you google image the local seo ecosystem you'll you'll see exactly how many of these like uh, affect like the rankings but um you you just want to make sure like your name address and phone number is consistent across the board for that location on all of these uh some of them are expensive to actually like claim um and if you like messing this up like maybe use a tracking number on one thing that's different uh yeah. than what you have on like your listing you'll get a bunch of duplicate listings made and you'll have to like merge the listings or close the listings down it's like a giant pain in the butt it takes months and months to like fix all this stuff and the these trusted data providers uh, the process is all automated so they just like they find this information and they they automatically make like a listing for it and then boom you have like incorrect information out there so you just want to make sure like all that's correct how do you do you, do you mainly have people that do it or you hire services freelance company like if i'm starting out or if i'm fixing like stuff for even your stuff right now um if i'm starting a location then i use a, like a like a service to do it um like like a guy. software to do it oh, and yeah. then i'll actually use a guy to expand on it and get some of the ones that aren't like included in like just the regular software packages um but if i'm having to like clean them up uh like get stuff merged i have to do it myself because like most people Ugh, don't know what gross. they're doing you can't trust them anyways that's what interns are for it's really i don't even i don't know if i would trust an intern to do it okay let's hop on to the next one all right yeah i'm sure that we've had a podcast that went into all the details of that so if you yeah. want to check out our back our back uh list of yeah, go to the podcast it was a uh, local uh, seo something the one know. where we're just screwing around and talking about whatever for an hour that's, not that's not, the one that it's we're not that one. Oh crap no. it's not, that's the one we're talking about uh horror movies and yeah ucf and stuff okay next question a lot of no follow links 
are they bad for my website? And then more details. Nowadays, that's all like three words. <laughs> now a days. I'm not making fun of these guys. These are people. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get help. Um, just, Maybe he meant just, no way days. <laughs> um, but if I do, um, nowadays we are getting good follow links, but I do take links from high authority DA sites with no follow links. Will they hurt my website? No. It's just no. They, they won't hurt your website. Will they help? Um, they can. They I, can uh, help uh, diversify the anchor text going to your site. I think it's all about diversification and it's a referring domains. Um, supposedly, they don't pass any juice along. Um, I've read some things that it's marginal. Um, I just don't think that it's... Uh, there, there's more the, to the ranking algorithm than just, like, juice, right? There, you know, Google is uh, pretty good at, like, taking the information about a website and categorizing it and uh, all of that sort of goes into it. So I wouldn't, I think it's just part of a healthy backlink profile. You, you know, websites have stuff like that. They have no follow links. Um, so it's, it's never going to hurt you. I agree. Unless it's sketchy links. No follow links from Pornhub. Even actually, then, I'm not even sure if it would matter. I take it Pornhub, back. Pornhub has links from CNN, great. from like oh, yeah. all kinds That's of business websites. So. Just a really shady Pornhub websites. Okay. Yeah. Install SSL for my new website and status code 302. I don't know, 302 is off time. Uh, when check on page, please help me fix. Uh, for your host, and that's about it. I'm not, yeah, like uh, you just need to set that up correctly and make sure everything redirects. Yeah, uh, I don't really think that's a You can just question. get like an actual, like you can use like a WordPress plugin or whatever, that'll, that'll take care of that for you, bud. Most hosts are pretty good about, like if you buy the SSL, they're pretty good about installing it properly. Unless they're not hard to install. I mean, it's like, it takes like five minutes to, to install one, so. This one's stupid. Can we target keyword? God, what's everyone's grammar? Can we target keyword? I don't know. Have you ever read your own text? It's not like they're always great with yeah, grammar. Yeah, but if I'm posting, know? I want people to like pay attention. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty spot on. If I'm talking to my friends, I sound like an idiot. Yeah. Well, okay, SEO, Reddit, you fix your grammar. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, can we target keyword on different languages on Google? So let's say I have a blog in French, which offers some services that English users might want to check too. Is it better to have two separate domains or do you translate it? You can um, make it so or, or the slash, same domain. It says forward slash uh, FR or EN to you know. Yeah, you can make it so the same domain uh, has like different language settings. Um, a, lot, a lot of websites do that. Um, and so it's like the same content, but then like it just shows up in like a different language. Well, do you think it's uh, being crawled like like in both languages though. So like well, they, they, they usually have like a subdomain that's like the language of it. I think you actually it. have to literally re rewrite it. You can't rely on like clicking a flag for it to get crawled properly um, in multiple languages. I mean, there's like a lot of, uh, there's like plugins and stuff. To, yeah. There's like ways to do this so you don't have to physically write this like content. But you, you don't like, I wouldn't have like this post in French and then the same post in, on the same domain in English, like, like a a, yeah, you'd want like a like something to differentiate like the sites. So whether it's like a subdomain, and like the, with the different um, like language as a part of that, or I, not. I think that answers it. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, cool. Stuttering through that one. Sorry. Is that twenty three characters too long for a sub uh, for a domain name? I think that's just a vanity thing. Uh, I think that twenty three is crazy long. I mean, is it bad for Google? I don't. Think so? I think it's just bad for everyone. It's bad like for a user everyone. and I mean, like think about how I don't want to write that. That's crazy long. Yeah, I mean, find most, something else. Well, some people do type in you know URLs direct you know directly into their browser. So you got twenty three characters. They're not going to. So it yeah, doesn't help. They do, but then anything that you have after like the domain the backslash, 
Yeah. As, like, sub, sub director. Yeah, it's thing. gonna be super long. <laughs> you're gonna be talking about like if you have a, if you have like two or three tiers. I mean, then what, you're talking about like 200 characters. 200 characters. No, don't do that. Um, I don't think there's any reason to have that that long. Yeah, I agree. I know I know there are character limitations for only count domains with YouTube ads, but that's usually longer domains around 40 characters. There are no domains that have 40 characters. I've never I mean, seen them. I mean, unless it's forward slash, but give me a break. Is that, maybe that's what he's talking about. I, I'm not sure. But you've you got to clarify that, just bud. Just doing this too long. Um, let's see. Okay, SEO optimized homepage, and then I'm going to take a quick break. Wow. <laughs> um, I hope... Oh, yeah. I hope my English is enough to formulate my question. Oh, you know, that's why, because it's a lot of people that are asking that aren't you know, yeah. from here. All good. You know, this is an international community. Sorry, on it sorry we said that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. This, this you guys person, are doing good. Everyone's cool. I guess he's, his name is Casino Page, so I guess he's trying to, like, start a casino somewhere overseas. Okay. I hope my English is... Yep, got it. I want to create a fun site. Cool. Fun <laughs> sites are fun. Um, it's better than boring know. sites, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a blog on uh, freaking vegetables. That's not fun. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, which I want to work on to learn my web design and SEO. Um, question one: My research revealed. I like that. Oh. I like when I like that you did research, I man. Like, well, I like when the, you know the English you know working through it and probably using a thesaurus and yeah. stuff. It's like revealed, but like us hearing it, we're like, that's very like. Oh. Yeah, it's like very enticing. That's better. Cool. Than how normal. Cheapest English ways. is spoken. So wait, so I don't know what So research revealed the cheapest way is Bluehost $4 a month and a free WordPress theme. Will there be any additional costs I missed? How would I know? I don't know. It's Bluehost. Uh, how much do you want to <laughs> add on to your site? You know? I don't know like, what that means. I read about SEO-friendly WordPress themes. Will the Yoast free plan be enough to rank my theme in Google? Yes. Yeah, to answer your question, fine. yes. I, yeah, it's just all across the board. Like a free theme. It, it, it's, it's, all, it's all like um, a good start. For like, sure. like honestly, if you wanted to build a website for like the cheapest that could rank in Google, uh, if you got like a baby bird hosting package from something where it's like four dollars a month, the those are pretty brutal. Though. How, I mean, it just depends on how big your website is, too. Yeah, but sometimes those uh, servers get throttled. All right, so let's say you bumped it up to the seven dollar one just over the do four. Like, do, oh, I think we said this in the previous. Um, we did. Podcast. Always get the don't always get the the first one. Always get the the middle one. Always get the one right after this one because um, the smallest always has problems. Yeah. So okay. if you let's say you got that for seven dollars a month, and then you got you really need like an SSL certificate now. Yeah. I so do. that's like usually a hundred bucks um, for the year. They're, they're like a hundred bucks for the year. Um, most of the time. Well, it depends if you get a one-off one or if you get one that you can use for multiple. Right. Um, so, and then you can get anything from WordPress for free for the most part. And then any of the, most of the plugins are going to be free. So if you do the math, what is that? 12 times 7, so like, yeah, 84? No, what? Is that right? Yeah. You got it, man. I didn't say anything. Okay, and then, then 100 bucks, so like $184. Sounds good to get your uh, SEO career off the ground. That's that's all. That's really all you need. Uh, yeah, the cost of entry is, uh, you know. Really low. Is So we got to this one I mentioned right before we started the podcast, is Google tickling. I don't know what that means, but we're going to find out. Yes. Um, what exactly is happening? No one knows. <laughs> I don't know what... Your question is well, we're gonna find out either. I checked to rank for some of my keywords. They showed up on the top ten a few hours ago, and they are on the third page. Let me know your thoughts on this. And then first person goes, it's called the Google Dance, which I haven't. I, people say that I don't like that term, but the Google tickle. I like that. Now. Well, I guess it's he's call it tickling, but it's the dance where yeah. your keywords just fluctuate. Um, rankings are in real time, and um, and they have been for some time now. Yeah. Um, so I guess to answer that question, uh, sorry, dude, uh, get used to it. That that's SEO life, man. Like it happens all the time. All right. Google makes algorithm updates. Uh, sometimes they tell you, most of the time they don't. 
and then you got to figure out what you got to change. Yep. Well, it's a good time to take a break. Um, in the interim, we're going to get a quick message from our sponsors. <laughs> we're back with our uh, Mick Ultra <laughs> halftime show. <laughs> anyway, okay. Do you want to live life to the edge? I love their commercials because it's like people like... Be active. Jumping around in mud and like yeah. climbing ropes and that cross. I've never had that much fun drinking McUltra like, like in general. Oh man, I'm going to get electrocuted in Tough Motor and I can't yeah. wait for my freaking like rock, McUltra at the end of the They're like rock climbing and yeah. then like their friends are really great and they're, they're like then they're on like a beach party, you know. God, it is really God, I want Oh, that was sick. Are we recording? Yeah. Dang, we're going to have to cut this out. No, we're not. This is good. We, we were watching the game. It's on. Sorry, guys. It's on mute, and Nebraska just picked OSU, which is pretty cool. In the end zone. Hey, Scott Frost. We're not, Yay. You, you don't need him to be uh, you know, losing all time. All I right. like him. So let's go back. Changing domain name and SEO plus branding. Okay. A 10-year-old domain name that doesn't have a name that slips of the tongue. Oh, man. These people Wait, you're asking me for a domain name... Well, he's, he's uh, saying like a he website has, name idea? <laughs> I think I'm going to have to translate this. So basically, he has a 10-year-old uh, domain. Okay. He or she. Very inclusive. That's right. They. Um, <laughs> uh, and they're saying that the uh, the domain name itself is not catchy whatsoever. Okay. There's a stop word in there, too. LOL. I don't know what that means. Um, the question laughing is, out loud? This, yeah, I didn't say LOL. <laughs> yeah. There's a stop word in there. I don't, I don't know. Um, is it worth the change to a smaller domain and brand name? Oh, man. This is not translating well. Basically, I don't know. Do, do you give up a 10-year-old domain to start working on another domain that has a much better name. branding in it. Yeah. The the um, name is I would actually say typically no because I wouldn't. freaking ten year old domain. It's probably well it just depends on what the metrics are. Yeah. Oh, well, it got good metrics? This has got good domain authority. I can't, I can't understand the question. I yeah, look at the domain questions. authority and stuff and if it's like really, really good, so if it's like forty or higher then no. Just Build out that website. You just have to. You're gonna brand it differently with meta meta titles and information. Yeah, like lots you, of. You uh, just have to deal with it. Um, that's because that's what you did. That's what you, just, you set yourself. You're, up for. you're way better off doing that. So don't. Um, uh, the importance of an age domain with metrics already is like huge. Uh, when I start onboarding new clients and they're asking me how long it takes, it's the difference. A difference between me saying like six months and three months. Yeah. Like months and months. So putting it that way, it, I mean, if it's a huge website, that's really authoritative. It could save you a freaking year. Who even knows? Yeah. So, so don't. There, there, don't do there's that. your answer, but yeah, I mean, it's really important. If it's like a domain authority 15, don't worry about it. You can just just get the new one. Oh, determine web visitors' physical location. That is an easy one. I, uh, well, it depends on how, like, you can't get anyone's IP address through Google. But you can get cities. But you can get there. You can get closer than cities. You can get. Like through Google Analytics, I don't, yeah, you I don't can, know if it gets more granular. Than it that. does. Like, I mean, you can get like uh, area codes, I believe. I'm not sure. I yeah. know you 100 can get cities, but let's let's read about this. Yeah. Okay. If I go to a weather, uh, if I go to a weather site or Google News, the page knows I'm in town based off my IP. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you allow them to know your location, which mm-hmm. is prompted in the browser, of course. Is there a way to determine what web visitors' general location like that? I'm using uh, Talk Two as a chat for my site. Um. Yeah, you can. You're not going to get the information of like their IP IP address through Google. Um, so I think what your question is like, how do you configure your chat to do that? And I don't know. Yeah, just but a, you can probably. Well, the first person says Google Analytics, which, which but, is yeah. But yeah, I mean, but 
that doesn't, it doesn't answer that guy's the, problem at all. Sync with the chat though. Yeah, it doesn't like those don't have anything to do with each well, other. You're just doing the script. What city are you in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, or what's your IP? You, you can, yeah, you can, you can do those things. But uh, as a rule, like Google does not give you the IP addresses of like the users that come to your website. Yeah. So I think the two options would be, uh, you know, try to figure out you know Google Analytics and maybe sync it up with that. However, you can do that. And then the app, if there's like a pre-screen questions like. What's your name and what's you know a couple of questions you ask before they initiate the chat? Just ask them what's it. Yeah, in. ask them where, what's it. There's in. a lot of chats. So. Like Thousands of links from Bloggerama. From what? Bloggerama? Is that he said? Yeah. Should I disavow? Bloggerama. I, I mean, if it's like a normal website now. From a great-looking sounding domain like Bloggerama, you definitely keep those. Exact match in Google. Um, let's see. What yeah, see, says. sometimes it's hard to find uh, good ones. Good yeah, questions. This is why I wanted you to do this. So skilled. <laughs> Uh, anyone notice a trend in Google Organic to more exact match and less synonym matches? No. No. No, I didn't. I, I didn't uh, notice Google's that trend. Google's extremely good about uh, words that are interchangeable, so no. Yeah. Um, it's this thing called latent semantic indexing. No, and, that's extremely uh, important to them. Yeah, and they're pretty, especially with RankBrain, uh, they're pretty good at that. Yeah, so no. Okay. Will not having a link preview on Facebook affect my SEO at all? A link preview on Facebook. Uh, well, nothing in Facebook will affect your SEO. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you that right now. The link preview, like what you get, like the the image associated, like it pulls in like the schema from the website for Facebook. Yeah, yeah like the uh, no, it, it won't affect a, your SEO. That's an aesthetic thing. The link is uh, yeah, it might affect your performance in Facebook and like getting people to click on ads and stuff. Uh, well, not ads, excuse me, but like getting people to click on your posts that you that you have on there. But it doesn't have anything to do with SEO. This is an interesting one. This was posted 20 hours ago. Where do I begin on this? Okay, how to communicate the value of acquiring backlinks and strategies used. I'm thinking about moving to an in-house SEO role. Okay. Cool, buddy. Nice, man. Good for you. We've done it all. We've done it. You do it. Consulting agency. All that fun stuff. I was wondering how other people have communicated the importance and value of acquiring backlinks and what strategies they've used most effective within their organization. Only looking for, for answers from people I've worked in large companies. Oh, thanks. We'll just exclude like everyone. Yeah, why would you exclude someone from a small company? Well, that, that was cool for a they second. They all work Come on, the dude. same way. Only, only, I only want answers for people, large companies, startups. I don't like even people that are probably the most knowledgeable people in the world. Probably have done neither. But yeah, don't, but I don't want them. I don't care. Yeah, that's okay. that's well, a really thanks. silly well, question. I don't want to answer your question, actually. So let's keep yeah, going. I'm not. We're, we're not going to answer thanks, your yeah, question. Sorry. That's pretty. Um, yeah, very. Uh, we're inclusive here. Get it? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, he, 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 he blew it. All right. I'm a, that guy's a jerk. <laughs> Rephrase. You know what? Go back. Go back. No. What, you know, what was this? You're doing. Tell so me well. what his username is. Yeah, we, we were going to call him like, out. What's his username? <laughs> we were about to like give you like a very like lucid like thorough yeah, answer. That's I, like, but I'm not I now. Only want answers. Um, <laughs> sorry, dude. You don't get one now. I'm part of a business networking group. If we all give each other backlinks, <laughs> I guess you could. But you I mean, could. You're, you're, you're a reciprocate backlinks. That's pretty obvious. Oh, oh I, here's here's the deal. What you do is you get everyone to link to you and then you tell them that you're going to do it to them and then you don't. Yeah, that works really well. And that's usually, work really that's well. usually what I do. <laughs> or what you can do is you get them to do like the links on like home pages, like tier two pages, and then you do it on a page that's totally buried on your website that's no index, no follow. Or here's what you do. You trick them and like you set up some sort of contest or something on Facebook for charity and you're like, hey, can you write a blog post about this and link to us? And then they do it. And then you're like, you can talk about the money that you gave to the charity, and then you don't ever give them a backlink. Or you do the link they see, and then you delete it. Yeah. 
or you just uh, <laughs> upload an image that looks like a link. <laughs> upload an image that looks like a link, uh, and then just uh, it's not. <laughs> I wouldn't even try to no follow it. Just don't do anything. Yeah. yeah. So, so what was like the whole thing? We give each other backlinks to each other's websites. They'll help, or some other strategy like be better. Like we give two backlinks to other members of the group, um, and then someone just goes, target. No, no not, yes, no, that's hilarious. Okay. Target people that aren't in your group for your backlinks, um, based off like metrics that. For yeah, those reciprocated links. I'd probably do that. I don't want to do that. It's not happening. You can listen to our podcast about link building that we did last week. Well, and that was pretty it'll, good. It'll tell you all the stuff you need to do. It was pretty good. If I might say so myself, it was probably like a 7.2 out of 10. This um, podcast right now is probably like 6.9. Uh, <laughs> you know, the average will go up as, as we keep doing it. Right. Um, okay. Problem with index search result. Oh, no. This is way too long. <laughs> I saw migrations new. See, this is what I'm talking no, we about. we can go back to see what this guy's talking about. Okay. Hi. So on my website, I write gaming guides. Cool. I probably like that. Ooh. Ah. Uh, cool. Yay. Um, I publish a few posts that have quote fire dragon dungeon. Oh man. One or two times inside the content. One two thousand word post guides should be way longer than that. Ah, I don't feel like reading the rest of this. This is bad. <laughs> it's just really long. <laughs> this is what happens when you do the SEO Reddit one. Yeah, um, I'm still going through. I'm opening an SEO company. Oh, cool. Oh, no, let's... Uh, well, <laughs> I'm opening an SEO company. What's SEO? <laughs> yeah, I want to learn more about SEO first. Uh, when you work as an SEO consultant, you cannot not know about content marketing. Cannot not know about it. When you want so, to build SEO, it doesn't work without content. But does that, that mean SEOs are also content marketers? No. That sentence sounds like someone that I would want to write my content. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like double negatives, and I try to do them all the time. Um, anyway, so he's saying our SEO is content marketers too? Not always, because that's one part of it. I would SEO. say that um, the really good ones uh, have a, a, a gift for that too. Well, you, you know, there's, there are plenty of people out there I've met at conferences that are great content marketers that don't know SEO that well. So yeah. they're not they're not interchangeable. Yeah, you don't have to. You can just be like a really good writer they're, or like a really good creative yeah, like, person that like comes up with stuff and not know any of the technical aspects of exactly. it. Exactly. There there are fantastic like copywriters that are great content marketers, but then you're like, oh, you, like how do you how do you do your link building? And be like, I don't know. Yeah. Literally the first. But thing about it. there's a reason why it's called like the art of SEO and not just the science, right? Because there's a little bit of like creativity that kind of goes into it. Because well, you know, you do it for the it, engines and you do it for people. Yeah. So I mean, you got to balance both of those things, but. Um, you know, if people hate it, it doesn't really matter how well it ranks, you know. Um, so if you're an SEO, um, the shorter answer is actually that um, I think that you could be a really good SEO and not necessarily be a particularly good content marketer. Because you yeah. might be really good at on-site optimization, and you might be good at user experience, you might be good at link building, and all the technical stuff. But you better have someone that's really good at that, that you, you can work you with. To, you have to be really good at that. Though. Yeah, like, you, you better have to someone be an SEO. that can do really good content marketing that you can work with, but... Um, you know, a lot of them, it, I, I always find people that are the best at it, like can also come up with something that's really, really great content wise too. Well, like for me, I, I consider myself like pretty good at content strategy. Um, I haven't done content writing since I worked in an agency about seven years ago, but content marketer, I know I'm not like amazing at it. I'm like good. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever want to write anything well, uh, if I don't have to personally. I don't write a dang thing. Cool. Let's uh, see what this dude is. So, um, open SEO company. I'm here. I got all the facts. Let's do it. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm thinking of open SEO company in the near future, but sometimes it feels like SEO is not a long-term thing. But looking at Google updates, and there are also a lot of SEO companies. Correct. Yes. So the question I'm having, 
of what, sorry. So the question of what unique I am doing, God, this is tough. Hard to read. It's hard to read. I mean, SEO still exists in 10 years or so, yeah. What do you think? Uh, I don't know, we've been doing SEO for, I mean, I've been doing seven, you've been doing it seven, eight, maybe around about, there. About a decade. You've been doing 10 years? Yeah. Get the heck out. Doing about 10 years now. Um, I did it for like three years before we met. Oh. We met like seven years ago. Oh, well, I've been doing it two years before yeah. we met. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Time so, so at least uh, 2010. Huh. I've been doing Maybe it. I guess so, eight years. Yeah. Oh. oh, I guess we we're about the same. Anyway, yeah. um, you know, when I started working at the law firm in-house and I was seeing algorithm updates, which we always see all the time, and you see the articles and you see the direction things are going, it always points to like, is SEO going to be around? I don't know, like near future, what's going to happen? And I mean, frankly, I, I went back to school for computer science because I didn't think SEO was going to exist anymore. Um, Fast forward seven years you later, were wrong. here it is. So you, you know what? Wrong. As long as there's search engines, there's always going to be a place for it. And Google keeps every single time they do an update and they release the guidelines, it's all with SEO in mind. So they're not lining up on it. So yeah, if anything, it's become more legitimate just, and more prominent in the in that just, time frame. Just always be uh, just always be diversified with what you do in SEO. Yeah, you like learn how to do you know, like Facebook advertising, mm -hmm. paid search. Um, like yeah. local SEO, local SEO isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, if anything, it's going to be even more um, more important to businesses as as time goes on. Yeah, just be versed, just be knowledgeable. Just be a good marketer. <laughs> just like stay proactive, always be experimenting, working on projects, and over time, things are going to always evolve. But you'll be ready. Yeah, just evolve with it. Don't stand still, my buddy. Cool. Oh man, this blast. Okay. Um, I don't want to read anything about SEM Rush. New. JavaScript to CSS, no. Oh, they're going to score. Crawled currently not indexed. I don't know what that means. New website ranking dropped out of 100 today. <laughs> well, <who laughs> what cares? have you been doing? Yeah, I mean, if you're like on the yeah. fifth page, who cares? Um, new page ranking dropped out of 100 today. Hello, my website has been running just three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, I checked the keyword rankings, and it was about 50th position, and now it's 100. That it happens, out. man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it bumped up for like no reason to 50, and it dropped out. But also, yeah. It's old. There's okay. a freshness factor for content that can do that, uh, but also you, you really weren't getting any traffic. It was in, in the 50s, man. So websites like, don't rank after the brand new websites. Don't yeah. rank after three weeks, so it's, it's gonna it's, take a bit. It's probably an anomaly. Slow your roll. Yeah, give it like three months and then start worrying about it. Using two domains for one website. Oh, what is uh, don't just there you go. Oh, it's talking about extensions. No, not quite an extension. That doesn't make sense. Oh, no, All right, we'll figure out your question just and then repost it and then yeah, we'll if answer you, it. If just uh, think about what you said, two domains for one website, just think about that and then like realize that you don't want to do that. Um, handling removed content. Okay. We are doing some SEO work on a TV show website. We have licensed TV show episodes all over our website. Our organic traffic is really good, but sometimes our agreements with producers end and we remove the entire TV show and its episodes from our website. That means almost all the shows Google Linux goes 404. Is there a better way to handle these situations? Like redirecting? Yeah, like redirecting. Yeah, like that. that's like the answer. exactly it. That's, a, well, that's what they, Google is telling you to do that. Like there isn't. Yeah, if, if you have to like take down a, a page and it was getting like a lot of links and a lot of good stuff, you just you have to redirect it. Yeah, so there's your answer. Yeah. Yes. And the redirect is valuable. So it'll be good. It'll be good for you. It'll be good for everyone. Link wheel. Oh, link wheel. I haven't heard of the term link wheel in a long time. Link wheel for increasing ranking. First of all, can anyone tell me what a link wheel is an increasing ranking of the website? It's just, yeah, I mean, it's like old, that's a like kind of an old school thing. 
to like yeah link wheels yeah i mean technically no one really calls it that they don't call it that i mean it's just it's just links wow this is really picking just, the momentum just riveting stuff i just have to find like one more we're gonna have five <laughs> tips for local businesses i won't do that because we already kind of did that yeah Google ranking tracker i like certbook Ooh, i don't like certbook i don't use it anymore um i'd say about 95 percent time it's accurate sometimes you have a website where it is way off I would get SEMrush if you can afford it. Use but that for ranking, tracking too. Yeah, for rank for like what? To to put in like the keywords you want to rank, or for them to tell you what kind of rankings you have. To tell me my rankings. Because SEMrush is really good about like going out and being like you rank for all these things. Yeah, it's but, it's good at both. But is it good for you put in your keywords? It is. Yeah, I, I use it for that, and you can you can target specific locations or like uh, your local map pack rankings. You can do all that stuff with it. So cool. Um, I. I, for me, it's uh, the best tool in the industry. You heard it here first. SEMrush is good for ranking stuff. Use it. I don't even have... It's not like I have an affiliate link. I'm not getting out, anything out of this. It's well, just... It's good. Well, we do. Yeah. Well, Go to... Well, Ryan does, apparently. Mick Ultra is delicious <laughs> on Saturdays. Chuck and Mick Ultra is talking SEU. I can't wait to freaking do uh, chin-ups after this. Yeah. Um, and then reward myself with more Mick Ultra. Things. All right. Anyway, um... That's what we use. How to get a fi uh, find a good content writer. Um, Ooh, I, I, that's I, a good one. I have three ways out to do it. So um, it depends on the quality of content. So um, when we do content for people, you know, sometimes you have your blogs, you have articles, pages, and then they can go in a range of uh, quality sometimes. Not, not quality, but maybe like time, effort. I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting So what do you use? Anyway, if I want like, um, like, like a pretty quick quality content, I go to text broker. Um, and then if I find people I like, I hire them as like authors, and I can always give them direct orders. Um, but we've really been using um, Upwork for some of this. <coughs> Excuse so, me. Yeah, we, Upwork. Well, we have, have, have in-house writers. But I would say, I would say yeah, the question I feel like isn't like, hey, I want to hire someone, right? So like, if you you got to outsource it, um, which I would suggest, you know, Upwork is, is probably the best place. Yeah. Um, it's great writers. It's really really great writers, and you can get uh, really good deals depending on the, the, their country of origin. Um, and you can be really specific, like you're looking for people that know about this niche or something else. So I, I would just go to Upwork and make an accountant. They take care of a lot of like the the back and forth, you know, something go, like when you uh, have someone sign up for a job, the money goes into like an escrow. And then if you have like problems with like the work they did, you can get the money back, refund yeah. it. And Typically you want the peace of mind of like having a middleman manage everything. Yeah. Because if you're going out places and you just hire them directly, you know, who knows what happens. If there's a dispute, you might not get your money back. Um, if there's nothing on the line for them. Yeah. You know, places like Text Work and Upwork, if they do a bad job, like, you can, they're obviously <laughs> jeopardy because you get, like, a one star or something. Yeah. That's bad. Cool. That was great. Um, let's do a couple more. Okay. Newbie question. Yeah, two more. Newbie question. What exactly does keyword competition mean? I think it's pretty. Well, okay. I mean, I let's assume. From a metric standpoint. From a metric standpoint. So that's so keyword competition, right? You're looking at other people that rank for the terms that you want and like your area. And when you're looking at metrics, you know, you're looking at domain and page level metrics. What's their domain authority? But then also you want to look at like what's like the keyword count uh, or the, sorry, the, uh, the word count and like the articles, like how long they are. And then, you know, what they're really talking about it and how many, like how many backlinks they have to like that page from other websites and stuff. So all that is like, used to come up with like a competitive profile for like what you want to rank for in that location or, or just organically in general. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be like a aggregation of 
how many people I have it in like their titles or like the main keywords on the articles, blogs, how many are posted, how many pages on the, on the internet. Yeah, there's a lot of things to look at. around like that kind of that keyword. Um, one, one good place to just see how competitive a keyword is is just go to like Keyword Planner on AdWords. And yeah, I know, it'll just, tell you. It was just like, this is really competitive and then that's pretty quick. Also, yeah. Also, um, competition tends to correlate with search volume. So if you like have a keyword and you look it up on like SEMrush, for example, there's a ton of search volume. It gets like two thousand like monthly searches. You can guarantee that people going up. You're, you're not the only person thought of it. So yeah. There's a lot of usually the more search volume, the more money there is for ranking for that term. So the more the competition is going to be. I mean, yeah. If you were playing, if you go, if you go online and you're like first hundred there and it's four hundred dollars for a click, you know it's freaking competitive, and that's yeah actually the most straightforward way to like ever know how competitive a keyword is. All right, let's do one more. Um, All right, last one of the day. Make uh, it good. Do you guys drink Nick Ultra? That's, yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah. Do oh, they? It's pretty good. Mm. It keeps us uh, limber. keeps uh, the grape juices Delicious. Going. It doesn't uh, dull the senses too much. Yeah, I, it's feel like, I feel like I can have an active lifestyle while drinking it, and it's nice, you know? I'm going to go to the gym after this. It's kind yeah. of too deep. Who cares? All right, um, one more, though. Should you else include a trailing slash for SEO? Um, I'll just skip it. Let's not make that the last one. Here's some, here's some SEO copywriting tips. No, you're not telling me. I'm tell you. Uh, <laughs> crawl rate is decreasing. Okay, that's pretty cool. So okay. what, do you, what do you do when you're like in Google Webmaster Tools and you see that your crawl, you know, crawl has been like pretty consistent and starts to all of a sudden, crawl. boom, it's like, yeah. well, it could just be, it could be nothing in particular. In, in which case, I would say, don't worry and make like a, a knee jerk reaction. Um, could be you need, you need to check like your error logs and stuff in there too. Like maybe you have like a bunch of 404 errors, things like that. Like really, if that's happening, if that's happening, we're, we're delving into the world of like technical SEO. Like there's generally a technical reason for that happening to your website. Um, from my standpoint, if I'm a little concerned that call rates are to decrease, that's when I, I kind of step up my content strategy. And just add more content? Yeah, sort of like doing more blogs. Uh, blogs, especially if you know, have RSS feed, if you have pingbacks, whatever those are. Um, anything to kind of like have callers kind of be more consistent, give more of a reason to like come back and be calling more pages is one approach I think to. Yeah, I mean, there's a the freshness aspect of like you publishing stuff that's gonna bring crawlers to your website. Well, I mean, you doing put, that. Well, you put it this way: that whenever you like have a website you've been working on, the crawl rate's like pretty normal, mm. and you stop working on it for like. A it goes year, way down. The crawl rate starts to bottom out. Yeah. So it's a pretty strong correlation but with your activity. Let's like, say that you regularly publish, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden your crawl rates start going down. But it's still going down. That's right. So, yeah. so what do you do in that situation? Yeah, you can see if there's. Um, yeah, that uh, it's usually there's some like JavaScript blocking. I mean, maybe you have a plugin update and it's doing something wacky with the crawl. Yeah, crawl you, you you got to look all into that stuff. So there, there's two solutions for you: look at all the technical things, make sure you got all that, audit your site uh, from that perspective, and then if you're not doing content, you're not giving Google a reason to regularly come crawl your stuff, then you need to up that. What you're, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to like go in the back and you're going to make an FTP, you're going to FTP in, you're going to take a look at the permissions that you have there. Ooh, you're Rick. Check the permissions, make sure they're 646. In addition to that, make sure that the PHP, I, 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 okay. okay. That's good. That was um, a really small way to conclude that. Um, any more questions? Any, no? Okay. No, from that, okay. Oh, Reddit, no, no more questions? Put this game back on. All right. Not yet. We got in this. <laughs> oh, man. How do you, how do you, would you like so, to conclude this podcast? How we always do, Ryan, but thank you for asking. So, you know, I uh, hope we answered uh, a lot of these good questions. Hopefully we'll get this posted uh, up on Reddit. Maybe today, actually. That'd be cool. We're going to put it on Reddit? Yeah, let's see. We're going we're, we're to share it. We're like, hey, guys, we answered a bunch check of your questions. In the middle of all, uh, <laughs> no, we'll just check it there. Be like, listen, like, here.
thing was that you guys all recently talked about. We, we talked about it on yeah. the podcast. Maybe we answered your question. I think we should do that. Maybe we made fun of your grammar a little bit. Maybe you just have for to that, be, I'm sorry. You have to be maybe a little better at grammar. Yeah, maybe, and also at SEO. A call for help. But anyways, uh, you know, thanks for listening again, guys. Uh, you know, we appreciate it. Uh, you've helped us uh, hit new heights every week for downloads because that's how that works with downloads. So love downloads. Oh, we got on Spotify too. Oh yeah, that's great. But you know, once again, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Paul Warren. I'm Ryan Klein. And this has been another episode of SEO is Dead and Other Lies. Thanks, and thanks to Mick Ultra. Peace. Bye.